So, uh, Merry Christmas. Oh, my God. Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, ugh. Merry Christmas (laughs) to you. Merry Christmas (laughs) to you. Like it's my birthday and I'm Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, conceited much. Well, if that's what you're singing. (laughs) Uh, Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. You know what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh. Hey, you're getting so much joy out of this. Jingle all the way. And I know you know this about me. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh. When I lived here, I know we had this issue (laughs) to the point where I would listen to earbuds in the car. I know. (laughs) Starting right after Thanksgiving dinner. Literally. It was like Christmas. And I was like, no. Y'all, Jordan hates Christmas. I really do. She is a Scrooge I, and, and a Grinch. And I love getting people gifts. Like, yeah. I love doing yeah. that. And like, I think I like getting people gifts more than I like getting gifts. Uh-huh. Because I'm like, oh, I picked this out. Like, I thought of this for you right. specifically. And I get so excited. But I hate Christmas music. Mm-hmm. I can listen to it maybe like Christmas Eve, maybe even the 23rd, I'll say. And then, like, kind of on Christmas. And then I'm like, all right, it's over. Two and a half days. <laughs> That's all I could take. In the car yesterday? <laughs> God. I wasn't even playing anything. Like, no music was playing. We were taking the kids to my in-laws. Mm-hmm. And Sophia, too, starts singing Christmas music. But she's only singing the covers of songs by pentatonics oh that's and cute. like nothing traditional yeah like the the one the it's called like a christmas anthem or something mm-hmm. with the people walking through the snow mm-hmm. and he goes i was following the eye and she's yeah. just singing that part over and over Aww. again and like where have you heard like have i really been playing that much christmas music and she'd sing she's that like for a, a couple sponge. minutes oh my gosh it's incredible no even at work because usually if we had to work the day before Christmas Eve mm-hmm. or even on Christmas Eve, we would just go and wrap presents at work because no one came yes, in. But we just right. had to be open because corporate said we had to be open. So I would put on Mariah Carey, sta- like Pandora Christmas Station. Right. Frank Sinatra Christmas Station. Right. Or Sync Christmas Station. <laughs> and that was it. And everyone was like, well, at least she's playing Christmas music. Right. It's, I was like, it's, it's going to be what I like. Right. Right. Frank Sinatra, I can listen to him anytime. So maybe yes. I'll do that this year. Well. You used to dress up my baby in his tuxedo onesie and I make know. him listen to Frank Sarah Sinatra. and I were talking. Uh, I still need to like start. Well, I don't know. I kind of got him into 80s music last time we hung out. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. you like this song, right? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much anything you tell him that he likes, he likes. He likes. Yeah. I know. I need to start playing Frank Sinatra. You're like then. the cool big sister. The cool yes. aunt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of Christmas happening in my house. There is absolutely no Christmas in my house right now. There's like Christmas exploding. In fact... Christmas is infecting birthdays. Yeah. We have a birthday tree. We stole that from somebody else. The idea, not the tree. I was going to say, dang. (laughs) How did you get that out? That's a decent sized tree. (laughs) I got to go. But we have two December birthdays, so they get to decorate their birthday tree and all their birthday presents go under the birthday tree. I have a December birthday and I didn't, I don't know if you would like that. Well, I love Christmas. I know you do. But I found the perfect compromise. Yeah? Yeah. Because... I love Christmas, so this episode has to be Christmassy. Well, duh. But 
you don't love Christmas, so nope. it can also be horrible and criminal. I just, can I just pull up our text message conversation? Yes. <laughs> it was the best conversation I've ever had with you because we haven't seen each other the whole lot because you started I've, a new job. Oh my gosh. It's a great job. Yes. I've not been home for more than like 10 seconds you, in three weeks. <laughs> yes. You've been so busy, but that's okay because where is it? Oh, okay. So we're <laughs> We were talking about, oh, should we have a theme? Like, we kind of already said it was going to be like a holiday theme, but yeah. we didn't know which route we were going to go. And um, when you said Christmas movies, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and I was like, are we not doing true crime? Are we talking about Christmas movies? Oh, right, right. So I was like, I could talk about The Grinch. That's a great movie. <laughs> so then I was like, wait, Surprise, what? Surprise. And then you're we like, like Home Alone. No crimes in it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, the only other Christmas movie I could think of besides Home Alone that has crimes in it is Home Alone 2. <laughs> like, that is not in-depth enough. So. The Grinch has crimes that he steals all of Christmas. <laughs> then you say, or it doesn't have to be that, just seem timely. And I said, I think something Christmassy crime would be cool, but not a movie. I feel like a lot of crimes happen around Christmas. And then my favorite line, because I'm so funny. <laughs> I got a joy out of this. I was like, people hate each other, and the holidays really brings that out. <laughs> like as if it was a positive thing. <laughs> so I'm telling Lindsay, and she was like, mm, "You're right, right." <laughs> people do. Well, hate I was thinking each this other. would be like a good time for like mass family murders, yeah. and I was tr- I was looking up people like in a Santa suit, or oh. uh, I like went that route, and I found a Santa suit nice i know i found a lot of santa suits but this one is particularly bad i went home alone all the way that's so funny it was the first thing that popped in my head i was like that combines christmas and like an awesome movie from my childhood and crime i got it yeah i do like that movie so it took me two seconds to find an article oh i bet yeah me, I don't know, I kind of looked at a lot and I was like, dang, people are so dumb. I always do that, though. I know. And I keep tabs open like, oh, there's a really good story over here. But I'm like, but what did this guy do? I'm like, oh, he's an idiot. <laughs> oh, he's he's dumb. Yep. So I'm excited to tell you my story. I'm excited to hear your story. Is there anything else we have to talk about first? I don't know. Welcome to Crime Crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, shit. We're so freaking bad. All right. You start for real, though. Welcome to Crime Crazy, the occasionally while we're on our break, true crime podcast. <laughs> the holiday special. The holiday special <laughs> with Aaron Klein and Jordan Middleton. Where we prove that we know nothing about our legal system, but we love Christmas and we're always yeah. crazy for a good, good true, true crime guys. story. Yeah. <laughs> we love Christmas. Uh, she loves Christmas. <laughs> Jingle bells, jingle bells. That's the only Egg. song I can think okay. of. Now to ruin the mood. Joy to the world. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm okay. ready. Literally labeled as holiday special with a little squiggle star. Mine is labeled Christmas story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'll be honest. Normally when I write these, it's like usually the day of because that's I just have the time to do that and normally mm-hmm. I wake up Tuesday mornings and I do that. so but it threw me all off because today's not even Tuesday and I have no idea what today is oh, Sunday Sunday yeah Sunday. <laughs> oh yeah I get on an airplane tomorrow again yep. again 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 I just got off an airplane a couple hours ago I know which was really like three days ago yeah. I'm doing a lot of flying yes this podcast is totally getting up at episoded on the Oh, edited God. on the plane mm-hmm. i'm gonna edit that part out yep <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay so mine 
I only somewhat remember, so it's going to be a surprise for me. <laughs> Uh, she, what she meant to say is she wrote this when she was drunk. And uh, I don't even know if I was drunk, but tired. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even. Know. I can't remember I if I drank that whole bottle of vodka. I haven't been drunk in quite some time, so mm, my birthday. But still, I was a little drunk last night. My mom was a little drunk yesterday. <gasps> she went out Our with true fan. She I know. <laughs> she went out with my aunt, and my grandma, and my grandma's friend who came down to visit her oh. and she's like we just went to lunch now i'm going home and i'm gonna watch the parade feeling felon pretty drunk felon and i was like that's awesome <laughs> that's all i said i was like don't join in on the parade just watch i need to get your mom drunk that'd be fun <laughs> drunk moms are always better moms you think i mean i guess I... we could ask my kids oh <laughs> here it comes i'm so ready it is actually a massacre. <gasps> what the fuck? I told you I was going to ruin the mood. Mine has a hero in it. Mine does not have any oh. type of nice things. Is this like a massacre done by a shelf elf? Ew. That's your other favorite part of Christmas. Ugh, I hate the elf on the shelf thing. Oh I, my when God. When I have children, I'm going to be so evil. With the elf? With nothing. You're I'm just, just not doing say, anything. Because someone's going to say, oh, my friends have this elf. And then I'm be like, you know why you don't have an elf? Because if you don't act right, you just can leave. Right. And then they're going to cry because they're five. <laughs> so I really hate that the elf is like blackmail. Essentially. It really it's really manipulative. So our elf, I mean, I did make the comment to Toby just a little bit ago that if he didn't behave, I was going to tell the elf. Or I did tell the elf or something. Yeah, you did. But usually that that's, that's not, not, that was just me being frustrated for a second. Mm -hmm. um, our elf just suggests Merry Christmas time activities uh, to do each day and like gets up to funny things. And I think that Toby does believe that she's flying to the North Pole to rat on him, but we don't talk about that and we don't read uh, the book that goes along with it because... There's even a no, movie that she's goes just along here with it. to be like cheerful and cute, yeah. and now she has clothes on, and that's even better. Hmm. It's like a doll or yeah. something, right? <laughs> it's like a doll that I might have to give her own Facebook page to and have her stalk you like Rigby used to. Oh God, I hate that thing. I hate it so much. <laughs> oh my God, there are so many great Rigby Jordan stories for another time. I hate it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's I'm ready. Her time, guys. 2008, which really seems like yesterday, but in all honesty, it was almost 10 years ago. Whoa. I just had to say that to you because it was tripping me out. And and when you say almost 10 years ago, you don't mean like I mean it like was nine years ago. Next you mean like, month, it'll technically be 10 years Yeah, in a ago. couple of weeks, it's yep. 10 years ago. Yep, uh, pretty much. So oh, this happened in um, a small suburb. Uh, it's not small. It's probably like a medium suburb I, like i don't want to say small suburb but it's a suburb off of los angeles so i feel like when you think about la it's huge <laughs> like right i got gotcha. the big things in your head even if you've never been there it's really not that big but you know what i mean like so yeah. anything off of that you're like oh it's like a small suburb but it's actually place. like a whole nother city and it's a uh, covina mm -hmm. okay okay so this happens on christmas eve mm-hmm which you already know is a great idea. Um, our guy, our bad guy of the day, Jeffrey Pardo, he's 45 years old. He dresses up like Santa. Why does this sound familiar to me? It was, pr I, I mean, I always say, we always say this. It was always very, like, 
publicized when it happened. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know it. <laughs> but no, even just the name. Jeffrey really? Pardo. P-A-R-D-O. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Okay. I'm excited to hear it. Um, Dressed up like Santa. Uh-huh. He gift wrapped a box like a present. And okay. he went to a Christmas party. Okay. At his ex-in-law's house. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So around 11.30, he knocked on the door, and the party was in full swing. There was like, I think they said almost like 25 people at this party. So it, it was, was like, a big party. Yeah. Um, it was mostly family. So it, they just had like a big family. Um, the um, this is, When are gonna they going to sleep? Part. Because the the children need to be asleep by then. I think that... I can't say that yet. Okay, Mostly because everyone Santa attending this party. needs to come. Okay. But everyone else. She's giving me a look giving, like, wait a second. Are we about to like have to have some truth here? I'm <laughs> Okay. But this Santa should not have come because what he's about to do is really bad. But right. I think the youngest kid that was there uh-huh. was um, eight years old because she's the one who answered the door. Oh, and you're not gonna like this part great merry christmas mostly everyone else i was trying to say is like teenage and up like 16 and up so um people that you would let stay out that late at a party yeah well eight is too young yes but i i don't know like it's like you're at grandma's house like yeah you're just up with everyone um okay so the eight-year-old goes to the door opens it and sees santa and as she's running to greet him because she's all excited he fires and shot her in the face but she lives side note i had to tell you that now before you got upset so she did get a gunshot wound but she lives who the fuck shoots an eight-year-old on christmas eve well clearly what did the eight-year-old do to him answered the door which is what he wanted her to do you knocked on it (laughs) it's not like he's was walking in the street and she's like oh my god santa like he dressed as santa what did he think she was gonna do true so i just had to put in i literally put in parentheses i was like i need to tell aaron that she does live (laughs) like i appreciate that and yet i know um so when he entered the uh the door he went in now there's no more bodyguard blocking his way that eight-year-old threat oh well, this is about to get really bad, so I hope you're ready. Um, he so just goes excited. in and just starts firing everywhere. Um, th- like, the police think that he didn't hit victims on accident. Some, they think that he actually went up and kind of shot them execution style. Um, certain oh victims uh, more than others. But he brought, I think it said three different handguns with him. and Just the, so he wouldn't have to reload. Of ammunition. Oh. So I think he was planning on being crazy so after shooting obviously he was but you know what i mean um so after shooting he unwrapped the package like a present and it was his homemade flamethrower that he had made to set the house on fire so to cover his track i think that he was so unstable that he just wanted to watch the place burn i know (laughs) i was gonna say completely like demolish everything yeah like he didn't want anything to survive this um so some party goers did escape um and some did survive like just in the house they didn't get out but they did survive um 
nine people did die from this, uh, whether it be from gunshots or the fire itself. Um, three were only wounded, the eight-year-old from earlier. Uh, a 16-year-old girl, she was just shot in the back, and she ended up surviving. And a 20-year-old, um, she jumped, or I shouldn't say she, I don't know if it was a male or female, um, jumped out of a second-story window trying to escape the house and broke her ankle. Wow. Um, but which, got away. Yeah. Which I was like, that is probably the best yeah injury to have from this whole thing right so some people did escape you know out the front door type of thing a younger guy ran um to a neighbor's house where they called police and i was listening to the um dispatch video or like like oh gosh but it was great like the woman was so she was like oh my god like he i can't believe he's doing this like he's here like you need to come and help and now the whole house is on fire and i was like oh shit that i could not terrifying um the dispatcher like couldn't even get her to calm down to give her information which i always like feel like that's gonna be me i'm gonna be too like ah, i know ah, ah, ah. i was thinking about that on an airplane the other day like if i had to fly this plane would i be able to stop freaking out long enough to listen for instructions yeah i was like i like i hope i don't ever have to call 911 for something crazy emergency like that but i right. hope i'm calm enough to give them the information they right. need so help can come faster um but anyway, back on track. So um, by the time police did get there, uh, it took 80 firefighters an hour and a half, um, well, around an hour and a half to extinguish the flames from wow. this like flamethrower thing he made. Uh, they said the flames were as tall as 50 feet, which I think is just insane. insane. Yeah. It was like two story house is at the end of the cul-de-sac. It was in like a nice neighborhood um yeah so he's he's put everybody at risk like all these innocent yes. people that he physically attacked like personally mm-hmm. but then neighbors everybody and, else oh, yeah. and out in california like it's so dry it's so th- yeah yeah mm-hmm. so i think he knew what he was doing to an extent um but because of this it was hard to id all the bodies so they had to refer oh. to like dental records and health, health records oh to my god figure out who's who um after the attack Jeffrey changed into normal clothes. The <laughs> I had to side note. The article said street clothes, and I was like, that makes him sound cool. Like, no, normal clothes, right? <laughs> like street clothes, as opposed to his Santa, Santa uniform. Yeah, I was like, uh, normal clothes. He just changed. <laughs> um, he drove. He had a rental car. He drove thirty miles to his brother's house, where his brother was not home. Um, so he was there by himself, and he ended up dying of a gunshot wound, like self-inflicted. Good. Yeah. Um. But accidentally self-inflicted or he shot it himself? just said so he died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound i hope it was an accident and he didn't want to die and he did and he was really upset that's hold on to your thought and then tell me what you think after like all of the like little motive things come up okay so they think his initial plan was to flee to canada because he bought a ticket to canada for like pretty much the next day like he was planning on trying to get out of the country okay but he had a layover in like minnesota or something and he called a friend who was out there and said that he would be out to visit which he had just visited them in october so they were like was that just like a like a ploy for us to look at the friend or was he not gonna stay and he was just gonna go straight to canada like you know he he kind of right covered his story to like give himself an alibi maybe right so that was confusing which I hate to say it, but in the end, it doesn't really matter. He died anyways. Right. But it was like, right. he did go through a lot of trouble to plan this out. Um, but they think, this is the one article I read, think that he committed suicide because he suffered third degree burns on his arms from starting the fire and continuing it. I mean, it wasn't 
flamethrower that he right. made at home. Right. So they think he, that he um, changed his plans because of the burns. Because he wasn't going to be able to get away anymore. Or I don't he was going to be. Is that or if he was literally in so much pain that he? Because third degree yeah. burns. That's in, that's insane. Yeah. I've had first and degree burn and that was too much. You can't go anywhere and get it treated. Yeah. Without them going, yeah. huh? And you definitely can't go through an airport. I mean, it's 2008, but that was like still after 9/11, so right. security was still crazy. Right. Um probably actually more so than it is now. Yeah. The further definitely. away we get, I feel like the more it's like relaxed it is again. Um so then when police found him, he actually had cash cling wrapped or like, you know, saran wrapped and like on his legs under a girdle and ended up being seventeen thousand dollars which i feel like is not a whole lot no if you're gonna run away and live off that but it would be enough to get you started it would have you'd get that'd be yeah a bunch of rent yeah you know and it would be enough to like or maybe even if you're going out in the middle of nowhere you could buy some property with that like that yeah that's why i was like if you're but was that that must have just been his money like he'd just been saving up for this i guess but after you look at everything else, I was kind of like, that's a lot of money for you to have, but we'll get there. Um, so his rental car, this was the craziest part, was parked a block away from his brother's house. So, of course, they were like, all right, well, this is the rental car he had. Obviously, there's a contract on it. Like, you know, this is this. Right. Well, easy when to they find. found it, the Santa suit was in there, but everything had been rigged to, like, ignite in flames if it would, it was moved with, like, kind of like a bomb with black powder. Wow. So he, like, booby-trapped the entire car. But left evidence in there. Like, obviously, if you're going to, like, the Santa hat and the suit and stuff. Right. Naturally, the detective's going to go and look at it and, like, you know, right. want to move it and dig through the car. But he had rigged it so much that the bomb squad actually said, it's going to just go and it's not safe for anyone to look in this car. Like, we need to clear the area and, and blow let it, it up. go. Right. So they were like, okay. So they had to clear the whole area, which I was crazy. I was like, Ugh. I can't believe that they just get to decide what gets blown up. Like, <laughs> I want to have that. No, it's, it's gone now. Just blow it up. Can you imagine being like Enterprise? Like, shit. <laughs> right. what, happened? what happened to your car? Yeah, it blew up. I don't know. They, they, they intentionally, yeah. law enforcement intentionally blew it up. Yeah. It was sitting there. No one was touching it. And they were like, now just blow yeah. it up. I was like, because I used to clean cars for Enterprise people. So I'm sitting here thinking like, I would hate to have that car returned and I have to be the one to clean it. <laughs> like, uh, guys, I think this is a bomb. <laughs> so I was like, they cleared the area in all caps because sometimes you get really excited. And I'm like, blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> I was really excited. But anyway, so that was the crazy part about the car. Um, so, after- so does that mean that he was intending for other people to get hurt? Because he could have just destroyed that stuff or he could have just hidden this. I mean, it sounds like some of it's covering his tracks, right? Yeah. Yeah. They did for him a huge favor by blowing it up, right? Because now there's nothing. After I read, so I think the final decision, I don't think it was as easy as, oh, it's rigged. Let's just blow it up. But one of the decisions was, is that they um, had a lot of, they found a lot of boxes in his apartment of empty ammunition boxes. Right. And they were worried that it was in the car. So sure. when it would, it, it would just, it would blow up. Yeah. But he, but if he set anything up like that, it would have taken less time to just destroy it yourself. He must have been trying to it, hurt other people. I was thinking it would give him, not him away, but. You know what I mean? Like, if he just blows up his car, like, someone's going to see that or smell that or hear that. 
faster but then i think that's why yeah he was kind of just covering his tracks so yeah either a he would have made it to canada or minnesota wherever the hell he's trying to go or he's like well i'm gonna be dead so it's not gonna matter because he knew he was gonna kill himself but wouldn't you just toss the santa suit in walmart's dumpster and then drop your rental car off at an airport Mm -hmm. not check it in just drop it off and then i don't know catch an uber home and maybe it was all a time thing because he still had to drive 30 miles to his brother's house when he knew police were already there like they already knew who did it right so what do you mean the santa suit didn't disguise him well uh, enough not enough they didn't start with the north pole i don't even know if he had a beard on that's a problem i think so but i I couldn't find if he actually had a beard on or not i feel like that's part of the santa suit and without that bad santa how he's just like dirty and in a santa suit and he's not actually wearing then he's not completely dressed he's partially naked tell me about it but he's also a murderer wow true okay (laughs) you have a point (laughs) all right moving on back to it so the uh, like i didn't want to write all of their names out because that was a little insane but i wrote down like a quick little of all the fatalities pretty much Mm. so it was his Mm ex-wife and her mom and dad and her brother and his wife and then her other brother and that wife and her sister and a nephew so these ages are from 17 to like 52 so the uh, no, very to 70 80 80 it's mom and dad were 70 and 80 the closest it's the ex-wife and everyone closest to her all her immediate family right um so that's why i was thinking all the kids there i, I think it was a huge family party so i don't right. think it mattered because everyone was at like grandma and grandpa's or, sure but um, like he, the people that those are the people that died yes so then he he must have been very specific about who he the, yeah i think that's why they were like he might have shot everywhere around because the survivors could say up to a certain point like the the girl who got shot in the back like mm-hmm. she lived like that if you're gonna shoot someone and want to kill them you're not gonna just shoot them once in the back and then hope they die like right so that's why they were saying he probably did execution style and i'm sure after like i, did, I didn't get into all the nitty-gritty details about like where the bone was cracked and if the skull was there and to see if there was a bullet like you know yeah so i was like uh but either way he wanted to make sure it was completely done i think that's why he set the house on fire right because what is it like arsons always want the attention though yeah they like to go back and watch and be involved and Mm -hmm. so i think that he wanted to give everyone like a show that was my thought um so it came down to the motives or motive uh pick one pick them all but i said obviously marital problems because of his recent divorce he literally finalized the divorce like a week prior like on the 19th or something like that like so what a rough time to get divorced right but i mean i know that's not it doesn't start at christmas you don't say yeah no it started in the summer and and it ended up yeah but still that does suck um he lost his job he was out like itt oh god Hmm. there it goes normal i made it a long time without you did um i'm proud of myself (laughs) (laughs) um he lost his job at itt electrical systems and radar systems like that's his thing um so that happened in july and in june was when the divorce started um he lost Mm. his job because he was uh 
unstable well no he was like i don't know how, like how you say it but like putting in the wrong times and like giving himself more hours because he couldn't oh. afford the divorce so he was saying he was working oh. a lot more than what he really which was. really i think is just counts as embezzlement and they were like oh well you're fired by so <laughs> spousal oh, support yeah, well, was mm. um one thousand seven hundred eighty five dollars a month so it's alimony, yeah. Right? But I was like, I don't know how this works, but that sounds like a, like a lot just from it. Us it has to divorced. do, yeah. But it has to do with like the kind of support that you're about. It well, all oh, kinds. Oh, that of makes things. sense because well, okay, hold on, I'm getting ahead of myself, and I totally answered that in my head just now. Um, he was also required to pay ten thousand dollars in a settlement, which I was like, okay. Um, but she was also, I guess, oh. I don't know, awarded to keep her ring like they let her keep the wedding yeah. ring i didn't know that was such a big deal um and the family dog which no way in hell would anyone ever <laughs> take the dog away from me i right. feel like uh you can have everything else um and she lived with her parents rent free so she really didn't have a lot to, that she needed to pay for so i was like right so instead but if he had been making the majority of the money yeah. when they were married then yeah then he still that, like that's owes pretty much her. what it came down to because she had to be able to keep up with her lavish lifestyle right so she would take the money and go on trips to vegas um she bought a fancy car she would go to like fancy restaurants and get massages and golf lessons and she was i want a massage i thought you were gonna say i want a golf lesson nope no interest in a golf lesson but i'd like yeah. a massage that sounds nice um so that was all of like what they figured all of his motives were with everything mm -hmm. added up and he li well literally snapped yeah no so. i mean it, it sounds like you know and it would be interesting to know why they were getting divorced because it sounds like it must have been it was like something a very she initiated initiated that was his fault it was like they were married for like a year mm -hmm. like they weren't even together very long and um well together like married wise um and it was like from everything I read, it was very, I don't want to say mutual, but like they just didn't really like each other. Interesting. I don't know. It was very strange reading it because I was like, um, I couldn't find anything out about if they had kids together. They were only married for a year. Like, I right. Don't, so probably I think he not. had a kid from a previous relationship that he like hid from her. But like, I don't know if that'd be enough for me to want to divorce my husband. I think it depends. Yeah. On I mean, the situation, but have we discussed <laughs> kids and you lied to me and now yeah. I can't trust anything that you've said? Mm, that's true. Or was it like, oh, I think I did maybe knock up a girl in college, but I never really stuck around, and yeah. so I don't really know. Well, it those was, are very different. <laughs> it, like another, I didn't write it down because I honestly, I'm gonna be honest. Honestly, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> honestly, I'm, gonna I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be honest with you. And say that I didn't feel like researching it because it was kind of sad. But I guess this like <laughs> weird son that he had somewhere, maybe with some other person, had um, some injuries from like a like a swimming pool or like something happened in a swimming pool, and uh -huh. then he had like permanent injury or I don't know oh, if it was no. brain. Like yeah, that's why I couldn't even look into it because I'm like, okay, it's probably brain, and that's like sad. Um, and that was like a contributing factor. But I was like, if he didn't know about the kid, and then like. I don't know right. if you'd have that much of like a connection to well, be upset about it. Or, but what know. if what if it was a financial pressure even I like guess. he never had anything to do with the kid. But now the kid 
is in desperate need of more care. Yeah. So and now baby mama is like is calling help. and right. Yeah. Which is so fair. I, I was just like, I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, mm, I'm not even looking at that. Up. Like, I don't oh, want to look man. at that. These were plenty of motives to go and kill all these people. Right. Not to excuse it, but yeah, because you're that unstable that you can't right. cope with any of this. Right. So, um, the last thing I wrote was that after a while, you know, after a while, they started reporting about it and um, they started asking his neighbors like what he was like and if mm-hmm. they'd ever, ever known or guessed it. And one was like, he was very nice. He was very sociable. And I was like, uh, warning, warning. Right. <laughs> it's like all the bad ones are. Yeah, you would never. It's it's the ones where you're like, oh, yeah, I could see him doing that. No, they're totally safe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's why I'm afraid so. of my neighbors. The long I'm, pork one. Yeah. 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 You know, they're very nice. Mm-hmm. They they brought us smoked pork, pork. butt. Yeah. I mm-hmm. confirmed the wife was alive before I ate it. Yes. Still not sure about the daughter. <gasps> they had a daughter? Well, they were off visiting her. She was graduating. Then they came back and then all of a sudden there was pork at our door. Uh-oh. It was delicious. <laughs> oh, she. <laughs> she was delicious. That's horrible. No, it is horrible. And they're probably like just the sweetest old people, whatever. Yep. Well, okay. I see how you feel about Christmas. But yep, that was the end of my uh, my little story there. Gosh. Sorry. That is so crappy. And you know, the thing about that that is just extra crappy hmm. on top of all the crappiness mm-hmm. is that now that's Christmas for everybody Mm-hmm. close to that mm-hmm. for all of the survivors that's what christmas is like yep. for all of their children I, that's what christmas the eight-year-old like. i guess like years later had an interview about um about the whole experience i was like i'm gonna cry i can't watch that right because her whole life when she should be enjoying christmas and santa and blah, blah blah she was shot in the face by a santa who was probably like an uncle or someone right. you know at one point right. like no nope. right. i would not gosh and and you have to like I have to tell myself that he was always unstable and iffy and that this wasn't like somebody's favorite uncle who all of a sudden snapped and did crazy shitty things but that like he was always crazy and that's why yeah we were just talking about like stress reactions with all that yeah there's there is no stress reaction that is murder everybody no oh god Okay, well, mine's happy. You want to hear a happy one? Yeah. Okay. Um, mine is from Thursday, as in like four days ago. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited. And it's a story that has a happy ending. That's good. All right. So it happens in Warren, Michigan, November 30th, 2017. Um, Nicole Korber and Calvin Rock leave for work Thursday morning about 630 like they do all the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, from what I can tell, they're just very normal people. They um, they have a pretty um, routine routine. Mm-hmm. That's not what I want to say. But they have a regular routine. Um, they live in a neighborhood where people are not necessarily like best friends, but like, you know, close enough kind of watch out for each other. Um, they have already done a bunch of their Christmas shopping. Apparently oh. they might even be ahead of me, except for that pile of packages yeah. that just arrived at my door. <laughs> Um, and they apparently lived in a pretty safe place because when they left for work later, when they were asked about it, they both said, oh yeah, actually there was this car 
that I don't know whose car it was, but it was just a car. We figured somebody was like visiting a neighbor or whatever. It wasn't a big deal, right? It was parked out on the street. So they leave at 630 in the morning and very shortly after they drive away, Mm -hmm. two men get out of the car that they saw and didn't think anything of and climb in through their kitchen window. Sorry, my head instantly went to, so in the sink? Because every window in the kitchen is always in a sink. Probably. They probably climbed into the sink. (laughs) But it is also probably a window that you're most likely to leave unlocked or cracked because you're like venting out your kitchen, right? Mm -hmm. Especially if you cook like I do and the whole place fills with smoke. (laughs) (laughs) The fire alarm's going off and then you have to pry open the window. That's funny. Um, So they climb in through the kitchen window and a neighbor sees them do this. Okay. So the neighbor is like, yeah, I can't think of any reason why it would be acceptable for anybody to climb through anybody else's kitchen window. So Mm -mm. she called 911. Oh, good. Yeah. So when the police arrived, the men were still inside. Mm -hmm. They were gathering from the house weapons electronics and christmas presents oh yep and what jerks the police were like stop thief yeah and the men were <laughs> like like aladdin i know <laughs> like, i was like riff raff street <laughs> oh my god okay sorry. Um, the men like all smart criminals do ran the other direction from the men that were holding guns on of them of course and they climbed out of a window. So I guess they got up to the second floor um, <laughs> running away. Or maybe that's where they were in their burglary process uh-huh. by that point. Because I, I presume the kitchen was on the ground floor and that's where they started. <laughs> um, and they climbed out onto the roof of the house. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't want to be stuck in the house. Let me go climb outside. on the roof. No, don't worry. They weren't stuck on the roof. Oh. From the roof, they jumped to an awning okay so then we had a conversation Mm. um david and i about what an awning exactly was because these grown men jumped onto it and in my mind the awnings were like those little like canvas flimsy things yeah why is this aladdin in my head right now? it is so aladdin it's like even he jumps on like yes awning and it's canvas like yeah so (laughs) it's possible that the article i was reading Uh doesn't really know what awning means and they really meant like a like a porch covering right oh but an awning is a stretched piece of usually canvas over some sort of support system to block out sun so it could also be that they had like one of those deck shades on the back or something and then they just assumed it would be sturdy enough it was it did the awning apparently did not drop them on the ground because from the awning they jumped onto the garage (sighs) yeah they're like leapfrog yeah little ninjas (laughs) hopping around Dang. So the police chased them and <laughs> they should. had to tackle them. Um, <laughs> I don't know about one of them, but the second one, it took four officers to get this guy to the ground. Uh, well, I watch a lot of live PD and it takes a lot of officers a lot, like, a lot, a of, lot the time. of time. Like yeah. there was one guy and they, he just decided to run and they kind of looked at each other like where the hell is he running but like not to be mean but he was kind of a bigger guy so they knew he wasn't going to get very far <laughs> so they kind of like they're like a second to look at each other we like we can catch him it. we just don't want to so it took all and he didn't even run anywhere like f- like he cornered himself he didn't leap from awning to no, roof he didn't he hid behind a drive-through billboard like that you like order off of 
hid behind it. Yeah, he was in the parking lot. And he ran across the parking lot. And he hid that. And the girl was like, the like the girl, like the cop was there. Yeah. She was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> It's like the guy that took off all his clothes in the bushes or oh the woman that took yes. off all her clothes in the bushes. Like, what are you? Why are you naked? Because <laughs> I was half naked yeah. and <laughs> I had to go one way or the other yep. and I chose wrong. Uh, she was so. like, it's the winner. Put your clothes back on. Um, so they were pretty sure that the one that took four officers to tackle to the ground mm-hmm. um, was on drugs. Ah. Um, and one of the officers actually got some minor injuries oh from goodness. this takedown. And, of course, there was some neighbor watching that was like, oh, they used excessive force and they beat these guys up, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. the police department is like, no, they were on drugs. They were in someone's house and we took them down. Like, we followed the rules, whatever. Yeah. I'm sure there will be more conversation about that at some point. And I yeah. don't know who's right or wrong, but whatever. I shouldn't um, been stealing my shit. <laughs> right. Well, and both men have, uh, the article said, extensive criminal history. Ah. Uh, so. Keywords. Right. So the cops probably walked in and went, Joe, Fred, yeah. get down. And Joe and Fred they were call, like, hell no. They call them <laughs> frequent flyers. Right. Right. <laughs> um, so the article was written on Thursday and said that they should be charged Friday. And it didn't say like Friday is in tomorrow or Friday is in like a week like it I don't yeah. know I feel like those things take longer than oh, 24 yeah. hours either way this was not a big enough story for any follow-up to have been done yeah so I couldn't find any more information on but that okay. but um the homeowner Nicole did say that she was she said I'm very excited they got caught that made my day right there <laughs> so it wasn't even just I'm very excited they didn't steal my Christmas yeah. it was I'm they glad got they got what they deserved that's funny and they are planning on honoring the hero neighbor the police department is which is pretty cool however (laughs) strangely she was not named in the article so (laughs) perhaps she hasn't decided whether or not she would like to be honored (laughs) it's like a private honor like here you go right like she's like clap in the general direction of your house but we won't release your address to anyone oh my god so there you go that is funny that was my home alone and (laughs) i even got you a funny one to end on because I knew mine was going to be so bad. Well, I'm excited. Let's have more funny. So I said my funny little baby crime. Little baby as in size, not because there's a baby involved. Okay, because that wouldn't be funny at no, all. I like I know exactly how I have to say things to you because I know exactly <laughs> where your mind goes. So I mean, what, unless the baby was committing the crime, which, by the way, after you tell your story, I think we really need to talk about the opossum. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> So I said, Santa Claus equals chimney, right? Wrong. Oh, God. I am so ready. <laughs> so this Santa, styled as a robber, because get it, it's a robber but as Santa. So Santa styled as a robber. Wait. Like Santa? Because, like, the robber, obviously, like. Did the robber dress up as Santa? Well, that's why I said, like, Santa styled as a robber. Oh, like, it. it's your clever not not his. No. Oh, duh. Okay. Well, I was very confused <laughs> because your murderer did dress up as Santa. I know. So I don't know what to expect. But I just had to flip it. <laughs> okay. Like, I gotcha. Okay. So I gotcha. This, uh, this smart little gentleman right here tried to shimmy down a chimney. Okay. That, no. What? What the to, fuck? Well, 
<laughs> that's what Santas do. So he was like, I could do this. Okay, and Santa flies around the entire world and visits every single house of kids who have money in one night. I don't know if the Santa knew that. Well, apparently not. He went down a chimney. Well, yes, but I think that's all he knew about Santa was that he wore a red suit and he had a hat. Did he wear a red suit? He did. Full costume. So he did dress up as Santa. And went down the chimney. <sighs> I know. So that did was... he make it? Oh, no. He got stuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he shimmied down as far as he could go and then got stuck. How far down is stuck? I don't know. I was really... his head poking out? I really wanted his feet to be poking out. <laughs> like all of a sudden his like hips. He went and down he's like, dead oh, first. man. Right. Or like, head first. That's why I was like, I don't know how he went down. I couldn't find any real pictures. So I was oh. like, dang it. This is what I need. But if I was like fire and rescue, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm taking pictures of this. <laughs> right. But that's what he had to do. He had to wait until the fire department came to rescue him. And the criminal claimed that he was just going down there because he dropped his backpack down the chimney. I was on the roof pretending to be Santa and I had my backpack and I was like I think Santa would toss his bag down first and then I did and then I was like well shit now my bag's in somebody's home I don't want to knock on the door I guess I'll go down the chimney after so it. that was his he said I just went to retrieve it and the police obviously the police were like mm-hmm okay <laughs> right like you were going in there to rob like you because it be- was an empty backpack <laughs> yeah right and um so he was actually sentenced to 17 months in prison good yeah i was like ooh, prison's the scary one yeah but yeah and then i do have a bonus surprise one for you because i forgot i wrote it but it's so funny <laughs> okay this is like a one of those huge lists that's like funny crimes yeah. people in santa suits and this was like for people in santa, santa suits. Suits. i said bonus one because dead i was literally so dead i was cracking up nice this is a man volunteered to drive a christmas float in their local christmas parade until he mixed some alcohol in it and <laughs> floats in the parade you like i know you hate parades but they're the, just loud for no good reason. And ours are all full of trucks. Yes, that like are loud. Eight miles of trucks where people have destroyed the mufflers intentionally mm-hmm. and lifted them. And it has nothing to do with homecoming or Christmas or mm-hmm. daffodils. So this guy decided that instead of going like the two miles an hour, you actually get to go because yeah. something stops and then everyone stops. And, and half the people weird. are walking and you're not allowed to run over them. Yes. Right. So, uh, no, he decided he was going to go 60 miles per hour. In a parade. It's the float. <laughs> the float. I can only oh, imagine. I think I made it more funny in my head, so I'm going to do it for you too. I can only imagine <laughs> him driving, you know, a pickup truck or something because yeah. that's usually what pulls the flow. And all these little kids dressed up in little <laughs> like costumes in the back being like, ah! <laughs> and like Jesus, the decorations Jesus flying, goes flying out. Yes. <laughs> and that's like, the, Mary's like, ah, and like everyone's freaking out. There's probably a camel or like a real, like ours. There's always real life goats a real or goat. a lamb. Yeah. And everyone's freaking out. No one has anything to hold on to because it's all paper mache. <laughs> that's all I could think about the entire time. And that he's just booking it. <laughs> So he's like, God, this parade is boring. Let's put this show <laughs> yeah. on the road. So obviously he got a DUI and he had like open <laughs> container and there was like a million other charges that they just stacked on him. See, that's so unfair because if you're going to be in a parade, you should be allowed to have alcohol and he had to ruin it for everybody. Yep. No, 
and it's like because it's like oh i'm only going like two miles an hour Mm-mm, nope not 60 holy shit yep. so i had to make that That's image in my so head for great. you because I, c- I couldn't stop thinking about like paper mache flowers and snowflakes flying off yeah no right That's all, all the little of. streamers mm-hmm. and then parts of the manger go flying yep. and then um there's like a candy cane i don't know there was just a lot that is beautiful i love it yep. i just like oh I, I i was like done and i was like nope one more it has to be done all right so you know miracle on 34th street the yes. newer one right no. with the little girl from um matilda now she's all grown up well yeah it's not newer it's it was new when we new, were little yeah yeah when i was little mm-hmm. before I you were born you. um anyway that that's how the real santa gets a job <laughs> in the macy's day parade is the previous santa is drunk and his pants fall off as he's climbing onto the float and so they have to replace him and then they see this guy and they're like (laughs) you look like santa come be santa only he is santa oh that's cute yeah and then he's like the best santa and so then they hire him and then because he is santa how does santa have time to be in parades well he i don't no, and okay. he also had time to be in the... My favorite movie, Christmas movie, was Mrs. Claus. It's so underrated, but it has Angela Lansbury in it. Oh, I like her. I've never seen Mrs. Claus. Oh, it's so cute. Well, we should she watch Christmas says, movies. She says, you know what? F this joint. I'm getting out. I'm flying <laughs> around the world because she made a map that was going to be more time efficient. And Santa was like, no, no, no. I know what I'm doing. And she was like, but if you take this map, this route I made for you specifically yeah. to get home to me faster. Right. She's like, you can get home to me faster. Do you understand? No, no, no. I'm saying I know what I'm talking about. And he, she was like, I'm going to go test this out. So she gets the sleigh. She gets the reindeer. She's like, F this. I'm out. All the elves are like, you're out. What are you talking about? Come right. back. You can't go anywhere. Right. So she Santa's said, going to be so mad. Psych! And she goes, obviously, this is not the direct, like, dialogue <laughs> she does not say psych but she does does she say f this so she goes i wish she would she's I, flying yeah. around and then there's some problems and she's like oh shit you guys should land like this is crazy so she lands and she's in like uh downtown um like village of new york but right. it was like i don't know i don't even want to say like what time period but it was like a totally different time so then you realize oh this isn't like she's like this is much older and it's like child labor laws and like all the soapbox people and there's like women's rights and she just ends up like helping this whole little family and everything is so sweet i'm not gonna tell you anything else because you need to watch it i just need to know if she gets the presents delivered on time you have to watch it she has to right it's a christmas movie everything is okay it's a christmas movie everyone ends up happy at the end but okay well mm. Okay. Not yeah. Santa. <laughs> Santa's pissed. <laughs> there are other things, but yes, you need to watch it. Cool. That's my... That sounds like fun. It was cute. Maybe I'll download it for an airplane ride it's so that when I'm cute. done editing this podcast episode. <laughs> can we talk about the opossum? Oh my God. Yes, we can. I can't think of a Christmas I, movie. With a possum? With, with an opossum. Or that would fit in this... Mm. I can't think of anything Christmassy that fits. There were no opossums in the manger that we know mm. of. There there are no opossums in any Christmas carols that I know of. None in the North Pole. Mm. I guess people drink around Christmas. Everyone should drink on Christmas. So maybe that's the connection. Alcohol is the connection here. This is a story we were not and, intending to oh, do. Oh, no, it has nothing to do with Florida. 
I was gonna say Christmas, but uh, Florida and stupid criminals, and it's a uh, you know yeah, but but that, it has nothing to do with Christmas. No. Mm-mm. So this nope. wasn't a story that either of us had planned, but as we were setting up the microphones, yeah. <laughs> it came across on my Echo Show, yep. and we were like, okay, what are the magic words to make it tell us the story? Because we need to hear this. Because I looked up and I was like, does that say what I think it says? Like I had to like <laughs> go deep in my mind to like officially read each word and not just glance. Because right. I was like, am I making this up right? Now? <laughs> right? Am I misunderstanding the way that I want it to be? <laughs> no, it was totally the way you wanted yep. it to be. All right. So do you want to tell it? No, you have to tell it. Okay. So the headline was opossum robs abc store liquor store it, yeah liquor store in florida in florida okay mm-hmm. so i don't know if there are abc stores there no it's just liquor stores okay so um an opossum mm-hmm. there were not very many details on how he committed the crime no it was very ugh, i wish we could just have her say it so the key word is you say alexa mm-hmm. tell me about the liquor store robbery mm-hmm. and or you could probably just Google it because really. Anyway, so here's the story. So it goes in somehow to a liquor store, I'm assuming, and somehow it gets a hold of brandy. Bourbon. Bourbon. Even better. Even better. <laughs> and less likely to be drunk by an animal. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't really understand how it got it. Yeah. How maybe it. Maybe it knocked a bottle over and I think it shattered. It, I, that's the only way I, c- I can imagine, like, scurrying around and being crazy because it's in a building and it's right. a wild animal. And, like, it would just... And the bourbon, It's, like, bottom shelf bourbon. He just crashed it and then was, like... Oh, no, bloop, bloop, I, bloop. I feel like it's top shelf because it had to fall really? far enough to break it open. I don't know. I think, I think bottom shelf bourbon, it would probably just, like, thunk. Yeah. Maybe chip. Either way, he drank it. Yeah, he did. And he got drunk. Yes. <laughs> and animal control had to come. They said he's sobering up at a local wildlife <laughs> facility. And then they said... Pol- <laughs> oh, shit. They said police said no sign of a hangover. <laughs> and they put him in the drunk tank. Oh, my Holy, God. there is no animal trunk tank they had to call somebody and be like he was doing we have a drunk opossum i could you hang on to him until he sobers (laughs) i can't catch him because he keeps stumbling and (laughs) he was playing dead but i think maybe he just blacked out but he kept going (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what sounds possums make guys i'm sure they don't make that noise I could just imagine trying to play dead, but being too drunk to like fully commit to it. Right. So he's just like, oh, okay. Right. Or he's doing one of those dying. I die. I perish. Yeah. I'm, I'm dying. dying. The life is slipping. I'm for, dying. For like I'm three hours. I'm dead. That would be funny. Like uh, in Zootopia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, so that. there we go. Yep. Merry Christmas. Yes. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed. <laughs> or happy holidays. Whatever holidays you celebrate, all cool. Yeah, I like, I don't know. Jordan's like, I like everything but Christmas. So, yeah. you know, whatever you want to invite whatever me to, holiday, I'm game. I'm down. <laughs> right. All right. So um, I think that we are going to skip any kind of shout outs, although we do have some just amazing people that we love. But we will resume shout outs. This is just a little bonus episode. So really, if you talk to us on Twitter or something, we pretty much will shout out and talk to you back. So. Oh, like, yeah, pretty much like yeah. the moment anyone tweets. Also, you should go on Instagram because uh, Jordan has been helping me. Um, 
archive catalog uh remember commemorate some of my san francisco adventures yes namely the one where i told her that she should podcast about my murder but she wasn't awake to get it and so she didn't get it till the next morning (laughs) i was like great (laughs) and my boss told me for people all around me i just couldn't see them yes i was like uh don't ever say that to me ever please because i'll be like what do you mean she called me later in the day and she's like i didn't mean for that to be creepy i was like it was so creepy (laughs) it's like just keep your eyes open there's people everywhere you just can't see them i'm like ears 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 (laughs) oh shit that's even worse no thank you so anyway join us on twitter as i try to convince aaron to watch stranger things yeah well if we can get some of them downloaded i might take them with me on my next trip she'll watch it guys we'll see we'll see i'm a chicken and i don't like creepy you should watch it just for the sake of your whole like work project because that oh my god would like i was thinking about the characters god damn it and it's current and relevant surprise Welcome to the 21st century. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So, yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Come join our Facebook group. Mm -hmm. We have lots of new followers on Podbean lately, and that is amazing. New subscribers. And so thank you guys so much. Um, And, you know, you should come and subscribe, too, because obviously it's the cool thing to do. Uh Um, And we're going to be back in January, and we have some very special cool things that are going to happen in January. Mm -hmm. And also for our Patreon. Patreons, our patrons on Patreon, (laughs) Um, you wonderful heroes, baby angels, baby angels, but not the same kind of baby as Jordan's baby story. Well, not baby as in size, baby as in cute. Baby means a lot of things to me. Basically, she likes to call people babies. Um, Anyway, I call Lindsay baby noodle. I owe you things. (laughs) Yes. And I am making an effort. We have not forgot. We no, in fact, Life the guilt follows me every day <laughs> having done them. I did get stickers out and oh, cool. the little thing from the dogs went Aww. out. And I know that, that at least pup? one person has received hers. So. Oh, cool. Um, other things are coming. I've not forgotten about you. I'm not trying to break my promise. It's just, yeah. This is why we took the break, guys, because we knew everything was going to go crazy. And yet I'm still suffering podcast withdrawal. So we should at least chat podcast for the next month yeah. or so. We so do, though. Yes. But I mean, they should join in, too. Yes. So. All right. Have happy holidays. Yes. Be safe. Lock up your Christmas presents and your bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, and do not admit any Santas into your house unless you prearranged for someone to show up in a Santa suit. Yep. Also, people don't actually fit down chimneys. Please don't try. Don't try. You might die. What if you went head first and suffocated? Um, what if you went in at all and, and it the worked. family lit a fire? <laughs> Ow. <laughs> the flu network? Totally a Harry Potter thing. Yeah. Us and that's not even the can't right do it. Way to go in. <laughs> no, that's not how <laughs> you get in the out. flu. Right? <laughs> oh shit. All right. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Crime Crazy. We hope that you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed making it. If you like our show, please tell a friend. Or better yet, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. We really appreciate your feedback and want to give you a shout-out on the next episode if you leave us a review. If you leave us a review somewhere other than iTunes, just let us know. 
If you loved our show, consider donating to our Patreon. We have lots of great surprises that we want to share with anyone who supports us. And let's be real, it's really just an excuse to send you cool stuff. Thanks again, and remember, even though we really have no idea what we're talking about, we'll be back next week to talk about it all over again.